Welcome back to the second episode of Big Idea, a comedy by yours truly, Nigel Holloway. When we left the off-the-wall players, everyone was puzzled about the play Jonathan had chosen to write. But Jack has already found out the secret of Jonathan's big idea. Well, what did he say? You won't believe this. (laughs) Why not? You know what we were afraid of. Well, no, I don't actually. That, That he might go off the rails a bit. And has he? You could put it like that. Are you going to tell me, or do I have to guess? If I gave you a thousand guesses, you wouldn't get it. Really? Why not? Because, my dear, he has chosen not to write anything original, but to adapt someone else's work. Is that bad? It needn't have been. But? If only he hadn't chosen this particular piece. Oh, why, Jack, don't keep me in suspense. What is it? Only the most famous play ever. Jack, what is it? Hamlet? What? What? Did you say Hamlet? He said Hamlet. Jack, you can't be serious. But why? Isn't the original good enough for him? No. No? Well, right. I suppose so. Oh, but really, Jack, Hamlet... Yes. Yes. Okay. Bye. Hamlet! Hamlet! Apparently, Jonathan has always wanted to rewrite it to explore in more depth Hamlet's state of mind as he pretends to descend into madness. I didn't know he descended into madness. I thought he said, to be or not to be. And then everybody got killed in a big fight. I couldn't have summed it up better myself. And if that wasn't enough, he wants to delve into the irreconcilable mental conflict between the medieval concept of absolute parental authority and the Renaissance ideal of romantic love, implicit in Ophelia's inevitable suicide. Right. Oh, and there's a ghost. Yeah. The ghost? That's right. Who's he then? Is that a feeling? I don't know, but I'm sure there is one somewhere. You two are hopeless. You really are. The whole play is about the conflict between Hamlet's desire for honourable revenge and his conscience, which stops him from taking a human life. Is it? How do you know that? I did it at A-level. Wow. Yes. Wow. What? I'm impressed. So am I. It seems to me that you ought to be writing this play, not Jonathan. Don't be ridiculous. Just because I remembered a bit about it. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. But I could if I wanted to. Well, probably. Well, of course you could. Don't take any notice of these reprobates just because they haven't got a creative bone in their bodies. I have a right shoulder blade. People come miles to see. (laughs) Yeah, right. On Tuesdays and Thursdays on presentation of visiting card. See? Having a good memory is not the same as being creative. Can you tell me what you're all talking about? (laughs) I don't know anything about Hamlet. Is there a part for me in it? Well, she'd make a great Ophelia. Oh, it's a girl. It wouldn't matter what she said. The audience would all be convinced that she was as mad as a hatter. Ah, and she'd look fantastic. Would I? Yeah, you always do. Oh, thank you, Barney. You look absolutely gorgeous. Radiant. (laughs) 
Oh, stop that, you little pervert. We haven't got time for that sort of thing. Don't you see? We've got a problem. A problem? Yes, a problem. Put yourself in Jonathan's position. Someone, some idiot, has encouraged him to rewrite the greatest play ever written in the English language. Big mistake. You know what he's like. He was arrogant before. Can you imagine what he's going to be like now? And where does that leave us? At the sharp end of it, that's where. He's going to expect us to be able to interpret Hamlet like the Royal Shakespeare Company. And you've just convincingly demonstrated that your artistic abilities are confined to things like walk three paces forward, pick up chair, smile inanely at audience and leave the stage, preferably without falling out of a tip. See what you mean. Well, I don't. Isn't that how all actors do it? No, of course it isn't. Some of them use the method. What the hell is that? Well, it's the method, isn't it? Is that like the rhythm method? No, dear. (sighs) Method acting is when the actor tries to experience the feelings and emotions of the character by thinking himself into similar situations. Or, in extreme versions, actually putting themselves through the actual experience. Beyond me, I'm afraid. How the hell can you experience being the Prince of Denmark? And how could Sharon experience going mad? Oh, I thought I was going mad once. I walked up and down, up and down, up and down, all over the place, thinking. Really? That must have been a shock for you. Then I remembered where I'd left them. What? Your marbles? No, my car keys, silly. I told you, she'd be perfect. <laughs> I just remembered something. There's someone else in Hamlet, isn't there? There are a lot of people in Hamlet. Yeah, some bloke called Yorick. In fact, there are far more people than we have in the company. Which means we'll be doubling parts. If not trebling. Ah, threesomes. Oh. But that's good, isn't it? It means everyone gets to play at least one part. I'm sure I could work it out logically, but there are very few women's parts in Hamlet. So it means that a lot of minor men's part will have to be played by women. Oh, that's good. I've always wanted to play the part of a man. Richard, why have you gone so pale? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <clears throat> but what's Yorick like as a part? Perfect for you. No lines to learn at all. He's a skeleton. Ah. Of course, there's always Horatio. No, Nelson was a ladies' man. He drove Lady Hamilton wild. He only had one eye, one arm, one leg, because he was chopped in half as a child. Not that Horatio. <laughs> Ah, sorry. Where the hell did that come from? It's his party piece. Please don't encourage him. There's about another 20 verses to it. Spoil sport. So what about Hamlet? Hamlet. A little ham. No, Hamlet a little pig. And Sharon could be Starlet. (laughs) A little star. Oh, or in your case, Richard, omelette. A little Frenchman. Could could you not just come back from the realms of fantasy for a moment, please? Tadlet. A little tart We've got to be prepared for this. I can just imagine what Jonathan will be after for the auditions. What? Probably your life history. About your family, where you live, your position in society. But he knows all that. Not yours, idiot. Your character. But how are we supposed to know about that? I thought that was his job. To tell us. This is Hamlet we're talking about. He'll expect you to know all the basics to start with, before you start adding on layers of his own nonsense. But I don't know it at all. How can I do that? I haven't got time. Listen, there's an old trick I once heard. If the director asks you about your life history, you give him the story of the last character you played. Right. So I could talk about Aldrin and Monquif. Yes, I see. But 
It won't have anything to do with Hamlet. Well, you have to modify it a bit, but you can keep the basics the same. And if the director thinks that you've, what you've said is a bit odd, you just explain that it's your interpretation from your researches so far, and you're sure that the two of you can come to some common understanding. Well, I don't think I can do that. Why not? My last part was the back end of Daisy the Cow in the pantomime. <laughs> Personally, I can't wait to hear what sort of shambles he's managed to make out of Hamlet. And I can't wait to meet this idiot from the Beeb. What's his name? Alistair, wasn't it? I just can't believe that anyone in their right mind would trust Jonathan with such a project. I wonder what he's got on him. Tony, can you hear me? Right. Tell me where you want me to stand. Right. Here, okay? Good. Is the picture okay? Right, fine. Are you alright for sound? Okay. Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against the sea of troubles. <coughs> hello? Oh, hello. My name's Alistair. Barney. Just checking the acoustics in here. Making sure they're suitable for the rehearsal? Yes, of course. So, uh, you're Jonathan's friend? We've known each other since we were in university. More acquaintances than friends, I'd say. It's a big opportunity. It certainly is. For him? For all of you, I'd say. It's not every day you get to perform in a television drama. Oh, hi. I'm, uh, I'm Richard. This is Alistair from the BBC. Ah, yes. Jonathan's friend. As I was just telling your friend here, we were at university together. I joined the BBC, and we lost touch until recently. So what were the two of you studying at university? Well, I was doing media studies, hence the move to the BBC. And as far as I remember, Jonathan was studying to be a vet. A vet? Yes. I don't know how he ended up in this game. Probably couldn't stand the thought of sticking his hand up a cow's backside. And don't you start on about that pantomime again! <laughs> so, so I trust you are looking forward to the project? Uh, well, um... No, we're looking forward to it enormously. Uh, we're sure that um, uh, Jonathan's new version of Hamlet will be fantastic. Well, it's not strictly a new version of Hamlet. It's actually told from the point of view of two of the minor characters. Jonathan felt that by doing it from a third-party point of view, he could shed more light on Hamlet's mental decline. Yeah, right. Which characters did he choose? Do you know the play? Not in depth, but the two are called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. I have to confess, I've never heard of them myself. Right. Well, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Good, good. Ah, here's the main man. Alistair, so good of you to come. Oh, I see you've met these two. I hope they haven't been subjecting you to their customary juvenile sense of humour. We've been having a little chat about the play. Oh, you're wasting your time talking to them. Absolute philistines. No artistic sentiment whatsoever. You'll see very shortly why using these people is so impossible. That's the challenge, Jonathan. And don't forget, we're here to support you through the whole process. I don't believe it. You don't believe what? What Jonathan has done. What? You heard what the guy said. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, so what? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, for God's sake. What about them? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Are they? Minor characters in Hamlet. But they're dead. The play will be brilliant. It will? Absolutely brilliant. Why? It's brilliant because it's not by Jonathan. Well, I know that. It's by Shakespeare. No, it's by someone else altogether. Well, who? Tom Stoppard. 
Never heard of him. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just that Jonathan has nicked the idea for his play, not just from Shakespeare, from but from Tom Stoppard as well. He could be sued for that. Just wait till I tell Aggie and Christine. I don't understand. We can't possibly perform a play that Jonathan has stolen from another author. Especially a famous, modern one. And especially on television. How did they expect to get away with it? Well, maybe you didn't know. Yeah, right. Well, I didn't. But you've never heard of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern either. Well, no, but... You mean you think he could have come up with the same idea about how to interpret the most famous play in the world as another world-renowned playwright? Do I? It's so ridiculous as to be... Well... What? I've got to tell Jack. Right, everyone, quiet, please. You all know that... My genius has at last been recognised, and I've been approached by Alistair Pilkington here to take part in a new television series called Big Idea. Well, my challenge is to write the masterpiece I've always wanted to, and to put it on, using the -the off-the-wall theatre company as the cast. Well, I have completed the first draft of the play, and will be distributing copies to everyone tonight, so that you have the chance to read it before the audition's on Friday. But for more details, let me pass you over to Alistair. Thank you, Jonathan. It's a great pleasure to be doing this series, as you can imagine. I get to see a whole series of people get the chance to do something they've always wanted and to support them in their efforts. For this particular challenge, we'll be filming the performance at your local theatre after your rehearsal period, which I have to tell you is rather short. The programme is scheduled to go out later in the year together with the others in the series, and I hope you will be among the many who will enjoy watching. As Jonathan said, we have copies of the first draft of the play here, and I hope you will all collect one on your way out. The play is based on Hamlet by William Shakespeare, and in the auditions on Friday, we'll be asking you about yourselves and about the characters you're auditioning for. So we'd be grateful if you could read the scripts to give you an idea of what we expect. Jonathan! Uh, Yes, Jack? (laughs) This play, I hear it's based on Hamlet as seen by Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yes, that's right, Jack. It seemed... It's been done, Jonathan. What? There's already a play about Hamlet based on those two characters. It's called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead, and it was written by Tom Stoppard. Who? What? No. I... I had no idea. That doesn't matter now, but you can't use the idea. You'll be sued. But I... You'll be ruined financially and artistically. But it's my masterpiece. You'll have to rewrite it from another perspective. There's no alternative. But why didn't Alistair say something? He said it was a great idea. It is a great idea. Only it's not yours. Oh my God, what shall I do? Jack! Jack, you've got to help me. Yes, yes, of course. Look, it's only a first draft, so... It can be changed, right? Uh, Don't say anything to anyone tonight, but you'd better come up with another version by Friday. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. We'd better tell Alistair. Oh, what's that, Jonathan? Oh, I see. Really? I had no idea. No, 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 that's fine. Everyone, as I said, you can take copies of the first draft home with you tonight. But, but Jonathan has just come up with a new, and I have to say, stunning twist for the play. 
which will bring it to a whole new level of creative intensity. He'll have the new version ready for you on Friday. It won't make any difference to the auditions. The characters are still the same as the ones you know from the original version of Hamlet. So thank you all for your interest, and I look forward to seeing you all on Friday evening. Why didn't you tell me? I had no idea. But it's not a problem. Not a problem? I have to rewrite a complete three-act play in two days. It's not so much of a problem as if you'd started rehearsals and the people had learned their lines. What? Be thankful for small mercies, at least we found out in time before it went on air, and the lawsuit started landing on your doorstep. That could have been really serious for you. Honestly, this is just a small setback. One of many, I'm sure, before we get to the final episode. Final episode? Just a figure of speech, Jonathan. That was the second episode of Big Idea, a comedy by yours truly, Nigel Holloway, performed by the Concept Players Theatre Company. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it for you. For more information about the Concept Players, visit their website at www.concept-players.com. And if you want to tell us what you thought, you can contact me at nigel.holloway at xmas-carol.co.uk. I look forward to hearing from you.